2: Hello! Welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, Side B, Episode 20 of Season 4, is what this is. Um, It's a live thing that I'm doing. I'm going to have a special guest with me today, Grim17. I haven't invited him to the chat yet. I'll do that during the first song. So if you're watching this on Twitter or something, Green Seventeen, thinking why hasn't he invited me? I'll send the link shortly. But in the meantime, uh, yeah, this is a podcast about less known music by less known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than that in the mainstream. Um, I've got a lot of artists. I've got artists. the B side is a new thing. It's uh, well, it's not. We've done the B side for a long time, and. Uh... I've brought it back but I've done it with a slight difference because we used to do interviews in the past and the interviews used to drag out and so what I've done now is I've just asked the artist to send in a bit about themselves, a little video and so each each song is accompanied by a little video of the artist telling them about themselves and about the music and such like, yeah. Um, so yeah that that's what this is it's this is just obviously the you haven't this music podcast is a platform that is split into several different parts you've got we've got blog we've got if you go to www.yhhdmpc.com you'll see everything but we've got blogs we've got the artist of the week where we do an interview with our favorite artist of the week um next week will be emrose i do believe and we've got the main show which is an entertaining podcast uh, split into sections and we have guests on that this is this is like a the b-side to the main show this is just about the music and just about the artist and that's all this is about um yeah so yeah like i said go to www.yhhhtmpc.com and over there you'll be able to find everything that we do. A uh, little banner down there in the corner. You can see it is down there, www.yhhhtmpc.com. And uh, if you want to send in your music to us, you can do that by sending your music to info at yhtmpc.com. You can do that. Um, you can also... Support us if you want by uh, sending your uh, by, by you know donating and shit and buying us a Virgil Coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash YHHTMP. Yeah um but without no further doings, I'm gonna start I'm gonna kick off with our first artist. Um our first artist who is um River Nelson if I can find him, yeah, River Nelson, uh, and this is this is a stream, so this isn't going to go perfectly smooth, but um, let me see if I can find River Nelson to play his musics, uh, here we are, so we've got River Nelson, and uh, the song that we're playing is called Greatest of Lights, so yeah, this is that
3: most i want to thank you having heard this music for having me on my name is river nelson i am a hip-hop artist born in new york city spent my childhood in norwalk connecticut and uh yeah yeah as far as my upbringing i basically lived uh in a lot of different places uh several boroughs in new york city actually all five uh at one point or another um Lived in London for a spell, all up and down the East Coast, uh, the West Coast. Um, so yeah, just been a, a vagabond in that way, um, and it's really helped with you know my art and my writing, uh, meeting different people, different experiences, and uh, so yeah. Um, as far as my sound, like I said, uh, it's hip hop. You know. Um, you know, the way I look at hip-hop, uh, there's so many different categories and genres. Um, so I would say this is lyrically driven hip-hop. Um, and uh, my influences, uh, I mean, they just span, uh, I would say, the globe and different uh, time periods, uh, various genres. Uh, so you know, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, Nas, Uh, Corday, Kendrick Lamar, um, Jay-Z, Nas, of course. Um, I love Blue in Exile from the West Coast. Um, Coda the Friend from Brooklyn. um, J. Cole. uh, So just, you know, a bunch of artists. Um, Yeah, so, um, and then I I love rock music as well. Um, Big Doors fan. Jimi Hendrix, the Luminaires, I mean, Strokes, it can go on and on. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big Sade fan. Uh, love Sade. Uh, she's a, you know, certainly a lyrical inspiration uh, for me. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, so that's the genre. And I think all those different genres um, and lyrical styles and approaches uh, can be heard uh, throughout the music, uh, at least hopefully. Um, because, yeah, I'm a music junkie, more or less. And, uh, and again, I think you can hear that uh, in the music. Um, so moving along, um, this song, uh, the next song, or this song that we're talking about is called Greatest of Lights. All right? And uh, Greatest of Lights is the second single uh, from our album, uh, Like the Sun Didn't Sink. produced by Alto Beats, the song and the album. Alto Beats is a Los Angeles area-based producer, um, and we've been working together for about three years now. Um, Myself, this is my fifth studio album. I've been at it for some time. Um, So we're real excited for you to hear it. It comes out on October 29th, both the single and the album. Again, uh, the single's called Greatest of Lights. The second single, the first single is called New View. Um, But this particular single greatest of lights um, There's really a story behind it um, on how I You know came up with the idea and how I wrote it So I got up one morning to eat breakfast and um, as I was eating um, I played uh, John Coltrane's love supreme uh, on vinyl which I have here Um, and uh, I've had this album or I've had it on CD actually for a number of years but um I bought this album slightly before I wrote that song so reading the uh, the jacket uh, as I was eating breakfast I was reading uh, what Coltrane was thinking about when he wrote the song when he came up with the album I should say Love Supreme and um, the whole jacket is basically about him having a spiritual awakening and he wanted to communicate that through this album Love Supreme so reading that um, I totally related to having a spiritual awakening, right? Because um, it's happened to me. Uh, and I, it made me ask myself, where's my song like that? All right, where's my song describing that? So that's what Greatest of Lights is. It's it's my um, celebration, if you will, of acknowledging that I feel I'm protected. Um, I'm watched over constantly by a force, the highest force, uh, God which I call the greatest of light. So this was my um yeah, just want to write a song like that. Um without being preachy or telling anyone else what to feel or believe. Uh this is completely again my own um celebration if you will. Um an acknowledgment about having uh yeah, that protection, which I think is dope, you know. Um So you can basically hear Greatest of Lights uh, in all digital stores across the board. So just simply Google River Nelson, Greatest of Lights, and you should have no problem finding it, whether it's iTunes, um, whether it's Tidal, Spotify, uh, Bandcamp, you name it, you'll find it. Uh, Check out the video, Uh, it'll be out soon. Um, So yeah, we're just really excited uh, about the album and the single. Um, you know, and again, we're really appreciative for uh, you know, you haven't heard this music to you know, to let us talk about it, play it, and uh, and present it to you guys. You know? Um, so yeah, so um, anything else to add? I would just say, uh, again, the album, Like the Sun Didn't Sink, uh, by River Nelson, uh, and Alto Beats comes out on October 29th in digital stores everywhere. Uh, The second single, new single, coming out on that same day is called Greatest of Lights. And uh, yeah, we're just real excited for you guys to hear it. Um, You know, I would say the song and my overall style, I would say, is just feel good, inspirational music. Um, So the goal in writing is to always have the listener walk away from a song or project um, with a good feeling. Because not only am I eager to have uh, it technically sound, you know, an album or song technically sound, uh, I want people to feel good uh, after they listen to it. So I think you know, they will feel good after checking the song, checking the album. Uh, so again, appreciate you guys having me on. Much love to you. River Nelson. Ah.
4: We Fire and he cornered us. Uh-huh. I then he charged at us. Got dusk. get at dawn. No, what's the darkness? Was wrong for us. We felt the light. Calling us, we felt the light. Fall us, I didn't know the light. Was so powerful and so molding. Right, palpable. It protect me from evil powers and bolder. Guys, I was a full of people who do me things that are over Like now, their days are lethal. So I beseech you to know the light. Been waiting in the water, no more waiting. I'm gonna walk the grass. Guarded if I accidentally wander down the darkest path. Guarded because evidently the whole world is falling fast. Warring with the enemy so far been the hardest task, uh. Uh. I know the darkest and far, so I be staying in it. It falls from the heavens, then I be waiting in it. The world could be ending, so I'm remaining in it. It's such a wonderful force. It's the greatest of lights. It be leading my way, it be saving my life. I know the darkest and far, so I be staying in it. It falls from the heavens, then I'll be bathing in it. The world could be ending, so I'm remaining in it. It's such a wonderful force. It's the greatest of lights. It be leading my ways. It be saving my life. It came with us. It stayed with us. When we wandered far away, it still remained with us. It came with us. It stayed with us. can turn into a monsoon soon there's no flurry can be a deadly blizzard in a hurry what starts as a gentle breeze can later be a brutal gust problems may increase but the light is always true to us cause in the morning early when it's so dark out right. early when there's no stars out huh. barely people the cars out huh. i kiss my spouse i left my house and i got ready for the daily push and pull inside this worldless tug of war yeah. the daily physical and mental grind i must endure right. the daily ritual of pen and these rhymes from the for. he's the deliverer, uh. he's the sustainer, he's the one who sent me the light, the one who made it, I'm protected by a light of gold, yeah. lift me when I'm mighty low, use it when I'm trying to grow, infuse it in the rising flow, I hope the ruler of heaven say that he's proud of your boy, when his light be descending, I'll be enshrouded in joy, yeah, I know the dark isn't far, so I'll be staying in it, it falls from the heavens, then i saving my life. And it be saving my life with us. with us. Yeah. Stay with us. Yeah. It's far away, still remain with us. Oh, it came it's such a wonderful it force. It's the greatest of lights. It be leading way. my way. It, it, be my it, uh, way it be saving my life. With us. Yeah. It stayed with us. It's wondered far away, still it be saving my life. It stayed with us. Only wondered far away, still remain with us. Saving my life, with it us. be saving my it's life, yo wonderful mm. to remain with It's such a wonderful force, it's the greatest of lights It be leading my way, it be saving my life
2: This is River Nelson, y'all. Um, yeah, if you want to check him out, you're not going to be able to find his links or anything on Twitter because they only give me like three or four words to put on. Um, But this has been streamed on YouTube, so if you go to YouTube, you'll be able to find all the artist links and everything else over there. This will be also released on Spreaker and all podcast places. Um, What podcast places, I hear you asking. Well, you can find us fucking here. All those places, fucking everywhere. Everyone's listened to us all over the world. Practically famous, it's amazing. Um, Yeah, we have in the waiting room, waiting to join me. I saw him bopping, so I can see him. I don't know if you can see me before. I saw him bopping to River Nelson. Uh, We have joining us, Gurim17. How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm good, thanks. I'm really good. That's yeah. better. Oh, natural <laughs> Yeah, don't the extreme close up. Um, how's things? You good? Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good,
0: man. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, just been doing a bit of work here, anyway. So I was, uh, I was sort I of, thought I was afraid I'd forgot, and then um, I saw your live stream, and then I saw you saying that you don't know if I've looked for the link, but uh, <laughs> you'll send it to me whenever the song starts. So I was like, oh, okay, that's okay. I, I'm okay.
2: You're Irish. I didn't realise you were Irish, even though yeah, it's probably yeah. mentioned in the last episode. We have so many Irish people on our, on our podcast now. We have more Irish people, I think, than anyone else. <laughs> Not just because one of our hosts is Irish, which yeah. doesn't help because she's always bringing Irish people. But I don't know. I think the indie scene at the moment, mm. Ireland is smashing it. Really smashing it. With I I find yeah. we get lots of submissions, and we don't. We rarely get any bad Irish indie artists and music in.
0: Oh yeah yeah well even even just where i 'm from i 'm from a city called Derry uh, or Londonderry. there 's a whole saga behind that up in the the northwest in northern Ireland, and uh even just in this small city and I mean it is a small city the the amount of talent is intimidating at best
2: yeah, I can imagine
0: mm, which is
2: cool uh, uh you were you, you you appeared your music appeared in our last episode. And, uh, that, that's how we got to know you through Mike for you. you have you uh, been on the podcast?
0: The um, New
2: Music Saturday podcast?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they. I mean, uh, Bones, like, even before Mike joined the podcast, he'd been, I was on talking to him and he played my music, like, you're talking like eight, maybe ten years ago even, actually, at this point. And, uh, and then when I started up again uh, a couple of years back, I, uh got to know mike and i've been on chatting and they play my music all the time hmm. um which is which is really cool
2: good bunch of guys good bunch of guys so um your your music how would you describe your music because it's not really it's, it's i'd say it's hard to pin down what um into one yeah. genre what you do
0: uh yeah i i just call it um Electro blues, as a cop out. <laughs> nice. Sort of like, to sort of just kind of throw a wide net because I always think that uh, you know most music, or at least most popular music, you can kind of, you can link back to, you know, blues because it all it all usually follows yeah. the same structure. Yeah. Um, and then I just throw a, a, a shitload of electronic noise at it, like so. That's <laughs> so that's that's kind of what I do. You know, it's it's missed. It's mostly just the songs are all all fairly straightforward i would say you know mostly you know you can recognize the songs themselves so i always just when i discovered all the software that you could use to make music um i just went to try and set myself apart i'm just going to throw as much of this clattery digital noise at it as possible just to sort of set myself apart plus the fact that i already liked all that stuff to begin with so
2: yeah i did i discovered some years ago reason uh propeller head the daw and oh yeah i had a, a m audio keyboard and just sitting down for hours, looking at all the different plugins yeah. and things you can do i'm not i'm not really a musician i'm a, I'm a percussionist so i'm just a glorified yeah. metronome but <laughs> i play a little bit of piano and when i got this daw it's like you don't have to be an amazing musician to be able to uh, put something together and i Putting these like uh drum and bass beats together, it was fucking amazing. I loved it, and you, yeah. like I say, you could just sit down forever just playing with plugins, downloading yeah. and playing with plugins and different sounds. And yeah,
0: yeah. oh, yeah, it's amazing. The, th- the best thing about Reason, though, as well, is that it's whoever designed it, they designed it to look kind of like
2: yeah.
0: a live setup. So you've got all the cables and shit at the back, yeah, virtual, yeah, yeah. and and I just think when because that's that was one of the first ones that I used as well, and it was so easy to access because it was like. Okay, I kind of know what this is already, you know. So it's, yeah. Now yeah. Reason's really good, man. All right, yeah.
2: Mm, what what do you use now? Do you use Ableton or something Ableton, like that? Ableton,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it that's was...
2: probably the biggest at the moment, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when I started using Ableton as well, it was just it was mainly because, like I said, where I'm from, there are just there's musicians and shit everywhere, and I fell into <laughs> i I fell into the crowd of electronic guys. So and they were. Exclusively using Ableton. Um, do
2: you do you find outside of Ireland, people expect you to have a fiddle and a penny whistle? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh well, no. I didn't even.
0: I mean, the the last or I, mean, I just remember going to Manchester uh, and playing a couple of gigs there, and I went to this house party afterwards, and uh, and literally just I think one of the first things. It was One of these guys, uh, he wasn't even from Manchester, he was from down south England somewhere and he turned to me and just said something about me coming around to Tarmacus Drive. So uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that, that was what I got. I did, he didn't even say anything. It wasn't even musical stuff. It wasn't even a fiddle or a tin whistle. <laughs> it was just the fact that I was going to come, ra- come around in Tarmacus Drive. So that's what I got. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, did you send over your music to be played because I've looked through the emails and you sent over a piece of music to somebody else's that we'll play in a bit but I didn't see any of yours uh, you told me I and sent you... over the YouTube channel um, oh, have you got some videos have you
0: there's some videos up on the YouTube channel okay and... well if you
2: send over if you send over a link to the YouTube video on the chat that we've got here yeah, I'll no uh, p- I'll play it through that in a bit uh, we'll play but... our next artist in the meantime while we yeah. uh, I just wanted we...
4: to
0: just slip on there. I love that uh, that River Nelson track. Yes, yeah, so I did. Them.
2: I was meant to mention yeah. that. Sorry, yeah. yeah you really should do good. this podcast. <laughs> do, you, do you like, like hip hop? I
0: I do. Yeah, I like some hip hop. Uh, I wasn't always that big into it. But my my partner, partner, uh, or as I always call her on Twitter, my lover slash support human. Um, she <laughs> uh, she's really into hip hop, so she's introduced me to a lot of stuff. And uh, she actually really likes um, a tribe called Quest and. He mentioned a tribe called Quest. Uh, River did there, and yeah, you, you can really hear it in, in that song. Anyway,
2: yeah. What I love about him is just listening to him talk. Because um, he, he sent a, uh, I asked the artist to send a video in because I can't be asked to keep interviewing artists because the, the the interviews were going on for like fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah, and then we're only getting like two or three songs on the episodes, so and now it was oh. just like send me a video clip of your tell me a bit about yourself and he had a lot to say but you could you could see his passion you know he's really passionate about what he does and he he comes through in his music as well oh very much so yeah Mm.
0: Uh, that's a good idea though that's a really cool idea getting them to send through a little
2: it's kind of lazy on my part because i can't Uh, be asked to sit down and talk to people but but um it's just straight it's just straight to the point and and done it's, yeah, but speaking yeah. speaking
0: as a musician, the really good thing about that is technically he can use that again as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, so it's it's something then that you know then it's easier for everyone all around. I think it's a really good idea.
2: Hmm. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> let's <laughs> no let's see if it works. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So my yeah. my next artist. Um, who do we have for my next artist? Uh, I'm not editing this either, so. This all, all the ums and uhs and everything staying in with this one. You have to come back to the main show sometime because that's more entertaining than this. This is just about the music. Which Oh
0: well, it's just about music's perfect, especially for a lazy <laughs> Saturday dude.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. So we'll go with and our next one we'll go with excuse me, spitting. We'll go with Rex, W-R-E-X. So this is Rex with their song Vacant
5: everybody, we're Rex and we're a pop rock band from Brighton. Um, we take influences from sort of everything old rock, from the 90s to present day and a lot of electronic influences as well. For us, writing this music is all about having fun. So, Bacon was written over lockdown and it's kind of about those spaces in between and that kind of awkward time that I think we were all in.
1: Being in a, like a weird and confusing mental state, not really knowing what's
6: going on.
5: And all struggling to get through uh, both physically and mentally.
6: You can find us on all socials under We w i e x Now my time's fair,
1: watching the sunset.
2: Yeah, that's our. That was Rex with a uh, Vacant. That was uh. It's quite eclectic. The cut the music we have on this podcast. We mm. you, you can have, we can have a uh, hip hop on one one second, and then the next second you can have some sort of fucking classical music. Mm. We just play music that we like. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do the Rex. same thing,
0: man. Yeah, that, that was that was really cool, man. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. Um, it uh, had a. I I don't know. I didn't want to necessarily compare. The only thing I could think in my head was like Enter Shikari, that kind of thing. You know, like um those he- heavy rock bands that use a lot of synths and stuff, like except with a female singer.
2: Yeah. Um. What What was it? A little bit. A little bit. Evanescency. A little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah. 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 I could hear that. Yeah. i uh, Is it only the two of them?
2: I think so. That's what That's what mm. I was getting. They, they produce a big sound for two people. If If yeah. that's the case.
0: Yeah, I wonder how they um, do that live. That would be pretty impressive, I would say.
2: I'd imagine they'll rely heavily on the synth.
0: Mm, mm. Indeed. Um, but yeah, no, that was pretty cool. Um Where where are they from?
2: I have no idea. They should have said that in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm from England now, I'm guessing. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, well you can hear the accent anyway, all right. she's yeah. singing even, which is uh, uh it's pretty cool. Like, you hear that more and more recently with uh people's accents coming through when they sing, you know, because like all the music that i listen to even from you know locally and stuff everyone was putting on a sort of a pan-american accent whenever they sang whereas now people are kind of putting their more their their own accents into it which is cool
2: yeah so we're on your youtube page oh cool um i think it's your youtube page you better be yeah we have, we've got practice taunts here this was the uh last, was it the, is this uh, the last vi- video you did Actually, yeah, lyric yeah. video. Yeah, do you was, uh... do your own lyric videos, or do you send them off?
0: Uh, no, I'd well everything on this page I did myself. Um, uh, I, I would like. I think it'd be cool to do a video with someone else at some point, but uh, it's kind of getting the money and the time together. Really. Yeah, it's
2: not cheap, is it?
0: Mm. Uh, but even then, I wouldn't mind paying for it. It's just it's it's also the time thing, you know, because uh, I've got a three-year-old kid and. Um, trying to get as much work as possible as well in between because you know the way the whole world is uh ending or whatever uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so i'm kind of preoccupied but yeah um
2: um so this this uh there's some practice tones what what's this uh tell us a bit about this
0: uh so yeah this is um was a, it's, it's an old, it was an old song that I had kicking around for a, a long time. Now This was a standalone single that I released uh, a, a while back. Uh, well, not a while back. I it's the most recent song that I released, apart from the album that was out yesterday. And uh, it's about It's about kind of like... Um, the, the main lyric of the chorus is, uh, I can't pinpoint the start of the next disease, but I know that it isn't me. Which is sort of like alluding to the pandemic, but it's also kinda about, you know, being you know thirty-five and coming back into the music scene and kinda going, Yeah. I I I don't know what the next massive thing is gonna be, but I don't think it's gonna be me. I don't know exactly where I fucking fit under all this noise that's going on, you know. So so (laughs) that's kinda that's pretty much what it's about.
2: Okay. Um yeah, we'll play that now then. Cool. So this is Practice Taunts Boy Grim Seventeen. I'm going to leave our faces on as well so we can get, I don't know why. Actually, no, I'll full screen it. Okay. Don't, don't, people don't want to see our faces. No, they, do they? they don't
0: need that. They don't need that extra nonsense.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Someone build me an Lots of kudos and some blues change Two of each kind of our souls Passengers for the hipster age. Someone fetch me a Bible. I swear to God that's the next big thing. Everyone hears my rival. What compels them is TikTok feed?
8: I can't pinpoint the star of the next disease i Stop!
2: wow that was trippy as fuck wasn't it that that was like um that, that was a uh, like mick flannery on lsd um <laughs> i fucking love that though is that on spotify because i'll be adding that to my playlist
0: yeah yeah it is yeah um yeah i just i put that out oh, ever yeah that was uh yeah i was pretty happy with that song it was like uh it kind of uh I, it took it had all the butts that i love doing the most which is you know Really weird kind of glitchy drums, heavily yeah. distorted, yeah, you know, heavily distorted bass, and then layers and layers of my own voice. <laughs>
2: yeah, what I love about that is because you were talking earlier about how you like to use lots of different sounds and lots, like you know got the effects on the DAW and everything. It's not, it's not overused. It's it 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 it, it still feels it's easy when you've got all these effects and everything to throw everything into it and just overlay and overwork it and it's yeah. like a, a painting this just had too much put on the fucking canvas yeah. whereas yeah. this it, it almost feels a little bit stripped back your voice obviously you, you can really sing and you, you hear that in the uh, the higher parts and in the lower parts you you've I don't know if you did it intentionally but it was kind of like it wasn't out of Tune, it w- wasn't quite flat, but it, it just felt a bit off kilter and unhinged, yeah. which added—it ad- ad- it was like a nuance that added to the song.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that was actually partly as well because in the, especially in the verses, the acoustic guitar. There's an acoustic guitar part, which is and it's me, like really, like heavily, kind of almost, it's almost like assault. I'm assaulting the fucking instrument, uh, <laughs> acoustic guitar in the verses, especially, and it—it it is, it's a really 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 shit cheap acoustic guitar that i got um and i just it wasn't even that i didn't have anything else i did i had a really really good acoustic guitar as well but it was like out of sheer stubbornness i was like well i have this instrument and i'm gonna fucking use it i want it on something you know it's like (laughs) i want to be able to use this instrument so there's also the fact that that guitar never sounded in tune so it's i kind of compounded that a bit and um Really went to town with the slightly out of tune kind of feel to it.
2: Yeah, but I think that that, that added to that unhinged feel mm. of the song. I think that needed to be there. If you'd have used it like a nice, um, I don't know, like a um, Takamine or something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been quite the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Plus, it is it is exceedingly difficult to mix a really good acoustic guitar with electronic drums like. I've tried it so many times if you get a shite acoustic guitar it's so much easier because the frequency disparity is is insane so you know exactly where to fit everything whereas a nice acoustic guitar just has this nice lush sound where it just sort of fills everything so if you you add electronic drums half the time you're almost ruining the sound of the guitars but uh, so there's that.
2: Do you with so the drums? Do you like uh, program them in, or have you got like an electric drum kit? Or, uh well, it's
0: a, it's like, it's a a combination of a different thing, a few different things. I do have an electronic drum kit, but I'm not uh, I'm not good enough to <laughs> to play in the drums. Um, <laughs> so so I I will program them in. You know, uh, either I'll use a keyboard because my first instrument was actually piano, so I'm pretty good okay. with a keyboard or I'll just click them in, Uh, but nine times out of 10 as well, I will just grab a sample, uh, a drum sample, and I I just start cutting it up, like randomly cut it up and then randomly put it back together until I hear something that I like. And then half the time I'll either write the song around that or I'll try and fit that into a song I've already written. So uh, that's what I do a fair amount of the time.
2: It works. <laughs> like you say i love I like the, the glitchy feeling and some of the glitch effects he used in it. It was mm. a very uh, unhinged feeling to the whole song, but yeah like yeah you know, that that that's what the song needed to get the kind of message across, I think
0: yeah oh uh, yeah, well thanks yeah i i I meant actually I should, I should say actually that video there are actually two videos for practice taunts on my youtube, uh one of them I made myself, and there's that was actually another guy that made that particular video. Uh, called andrew best or um he, he actually performs himself under the name bestie okay. and uh and he does these videos it's fine footage and he cuts it all together and he tries to make it you know sort of fit in with the lyrics of it and uh he offered to do this for me for no money at all and i was like yeah man i would love that and uh he, he done a pretty good job i think
2: yeah i think so yeah really good mm. video and um, it- it felt like part of the song um yeah. we get a lot of videos and you watch the video and it doesn't it's 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 like it should belong to a different song or it should should just not be made at all that yeah. video feels like it was meant for that song so yeah,
0: yeah. it really did uh, it kind of uh, when he sent it back to me and it reminded me do you ever heard of a ever heard of a band called 16 horsepower no no they they were kind of uh they were big-ish in in America anyway in the nineties um, kind of that post grunge thing, okay. um, but they have a like. the probably their biggest song is a song called Splinters, and the video for it, it was very much like exactly what uh, what Andy did for for that one. It just always reminds me of that. Um, okay, but yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, you take a risk as well when you send off your music to someone else and say, "Here's some money, make a video for me," and it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you kind of wishing, hoping that everything comes back okay. But the, yeah. I think you landed on your feet with that
0: one, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Like, it was, um, uh, yeah, he knew what he was doing. But then, you know, he'd done a few of them as well himself before, so I kind of trusted him to know what he was doing anyway. So,
9: yeah, it,
2: yeah. <laughs> Right, we'll move on to our next artist. Then, well, this whole thing that I've done as well about sending uh, sending the message to the artist saying, you know send me a video." I didn't think it was going to kick off, so I sent mm. a load out, expecting maybe two or three. Most of them got back, so I've got shitloads of music, and I feel like I've <laughs> got to play them all because they've gone. Through, they've gone to the time of making these videos. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if I'm going to play them all today, but I'll play as many as I can. Um, if not, I'll use them next time. Who are we going to play now? Who are we going to play? Who are we going to play? We'll play Bronze Nazareth with his song Crazy Horse.
9: So oh, y'all. I go by the name of Bronze Nazareth. Some of y'all might know me. Some of y'all might not know me. But get to know me. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, that Motown. So, you know, my sound got an eclectic mix of soul and grit. It's elegant, it's dirty, it's ugly, it's beautiful, you know what I'm saying? My music is just like a mixed bag of emotions, you know what I mean? So it's driven by how it makes you feel. Major influences coming up was, you know what I'm saying, N.W.A., uh, 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 Big Daddy Kane was big for me, Uh, of course um, um, Wu-Tang, and then a lot of soul music like Uh, Teddy Pendergrass, uh, uh, the Isleys, Diana Ross, you know what I'm saying, Sam Cooke, Um, so I'm like a mixed bag of soul and and hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? So the song you're about to hear is called Crazy Horse off the album Ekphrasis by me, produced mostly by Rock Marciano and crazy horse is just me jumping into my braggadocio and i mix in lines of vivid real life scenes and you know stuff that i really was going through or or, or seeing through my own eyes and uh you know it's kind of a triumphant i'm on the mountain king of the mountain type of joint because uh you know i feel like i played my dues, put in my work but that's for you to judge so yo check out my words check out the music crazy horse Pick that up, and you can find my music anywhere. Wherever you buy your digital, go get it there. And if you want the physical copies, go to fatbeats.com or overseas Tough Kong Records. They got vinyl, we got CDs. So hit up Fat Beats, they got product in for those physicals. Digital, wherever you buy your digital, make sure you support that. Ekphrasis by Bronze Nazareth, produced by Rock Marciano, the great. Also like to add on, make sure you look out for my guys, my label, my music outfit, Black Day in July Productions. We're coming with a string of quality releases, you know what I'm saying, to just keep putting my foot on hip hop, you know what I mean? So look out for Black Day, Bronze Man, Bronze Nazareth, over and out. Peace. yeah you got something
7: something you're pretty sure of yourself
9: couple legends said the boy was psycho pouring dreams sense of psycho thousand fire emojis rise my fico make your spinal spiral i've been smorgasbord lifting this fork just like a hilo i saw lightning spell my name said i was pyro gorgonzola pouring on my Eiffel. chandeliers dancing on my ceiling rich as lino you gotta smoke this awesome foil and let that shit drip on the vinyl.
3: I live in my mind, my it's mind, my, mind, my mind, my mind. Sounds like something I read someplace. And so do you. So do you.
9: I got the clipper with me. I don't mean canard Fuck Fuckers, a dozen stems. Don't deny me my rose garden. I'm still starting, but retire my number. It don't make me no less Hall of Fame because you slumbered I've been dumping this way since K had that 91 sunburn Still it's the goat that only some hurt I cured peyote cookie, made your lungs burn I hung stop-side jewelry on my brother's urn Consider putting a flock of eagle talons in the doctor's sternum It was just something in my spirit burning How I rose up out those ashes, silver surfing over verses, verses. Do you think that Yamato's a killer? 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 No. For him, the rules are important. checks, they record my plays and then rehearse it. I pull out shooting strays, cutting two birds up on my Persian. If I kill all my demons, what's my angel's purpose? Cilantro stuff that help my angles higher learning. MDX in that advanced package tickled her cervix. Sipping spirits at a funeral, ironic burdens. Marshals came to scoop salute, we needed thirsting. Growing with poison for a bursting. All the while the eyes were watching bronze or rehearsing.
6: Okay, don't get up tight. Not me, not me. Oh, not
2: Look, every time we're on this subject, the same thing happens. As long as we're wrapping it out in your terms, everything's okay. It's, okay. it's
6: okay. You're pressing pretty hard. You better be damn sure you want to know. This is not freshman philosophy time. I'm sure,
2: I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Um that <laughs> song ended abruptly didn't it? It did, yeah.
0: Yeah, mm. very I was enjoying it too. It was uh, I was enjoying
2: yeah, it was yeah. a was that was that how it was meant to? Because I was doing something, listening to the music, and it just stopped. Mm. Was it meant to stop like that? Was you watching the video?
0: Um, I, I I literally just clicked off it when just before it uh, it went off. So I don't even know if the video was supposed to do that. Really went, chilled vibe it to it. Black. I
2: love that that jazz. Um, yeah, you know, that jazz sax in the background, really yeah. nice. I love his uh, the, the old school feel to his hip hop mm. as well. Proper yeah. old school. Yeah, um, very
0: much so. Yeah, we, the- don't,
2: we don't we do not much hip-hop on this um, mm. channel. It's not because we don't like it. It's because there's so fucking much of it out there coming in. Mm. And uh, right. it's finding the good stuff and the bad stuff. Because mm. uh, what I've found is a lot of people want to do music, but they're not musicians. So what they do is mm. they, they'll send off to some somebody to make a beat and then they'll just talk over the top of it and say, I'm an artist. So it's, it's hard to come across... Artists like Bronze Nazareth and um, yep. uh, the guy I don't know, what was his name?
0: Yeah, Reverend Nelson.
2: Reverend Nelson, yeah. yeah. So when people like that come along, we jump on it So amazing artists. Yeah. Again, uh, if you want to check it, check them out, uh, you, you're not going to find them in the show notes and Twitter because, like I say, we only get a few words. But uh, mm. on YouTube, we've got all the links and everything. Everyone, so uh, listeners, you can check them out. Go and follow them, go show them some love, go and stalk them and everything else. Yeah,
0: yeah. They Um, they both had that really old, like you said, old school hip hop vibe, all right. The, you know, using the, um, you know, like old jazz and soul samples, you can hear those coming through in the in the production. Like, that was really cool.
2: Do you use a lot of samples in your work, or do you try to produce most of Um, stuff yourself?
0: Just whatever. I mean, like the drum samples. uh, Like I said, when I chop them up and stuff. But even then, they're just pack samples you know they come free with i mean I've, i got a couple of cds with some music magazines or they come with the software that kind of thing uh and then half the time i just i cut them up so much that they no longer sound like what they originally sounded like anyway so it's just, it's like yeah. making a new sample to to a certain extent so um that's about all i use everything else i, u- I do myself you know the synths like playing midi keyboard I, can, I play the guitar i play the bass and uh sing uh, in, fact, in fact sometimes uh, not even using that once there was a song on the uh, what well, I released two albums last year and the first album I released last year this, the last song on it Bones I could never get the right kick sound I just it's a it, it's kind of an acoustic track anyway so I just wanted a really light kick sort of in the background going and um, I happened to be recording the vocals and was just sort of hitting my hand against the carpeted wall of the shed in which I record everything. And uh, I sort of thought, ooh, I like that. So I just literally just did that for the whole fucking track and just used that <laughs> as the drums. So uh, so I did that on one of the tracks. But uh, yeah, so everything else I do myself just.
2: That's a sign of a good musician that is getting inspiration <laughs> from everything around you. Yeah. Uh, did you send over the MP3 to your latest track? I think,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I It should be with you.
2: In my email,
0: oh, yeah, i oh, yeah, I'll, it should be in your email. Yeah, I don't, uh, yep. Uh,
2: let's have a look. Grim 17, new song. There
0: we go. I up. don't
2: know how this is going to work. I Um, let me see, um, see if I can play this because this whole streaming thing isn't, um, it's, it's a bit ungain sometimes. Mm. Uh, let's so have a look. Where are we? New song. Share. Uh, you have to let me know if you can hear it. Can you hear that? I
0: can, yep. That'll do then. Bikes broke, diggin' and diggin'
1: Can't stand up from toil Hands, hat, towering, and heaving bits of our souls to the future. We're building an altar to what we're not sure. Too shattered to take off the headphones and listen. Muscles snap like violin and string, string, string. One day we'll gather enough shit to build a castle is the promise. If we just keep digging, digging. As God's doing coke at a boar
2: so that was your latest track.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, Guck Huxley it's called.
2: It reminds me a bit of Aphex Twin.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Uh, but, well, that's a... Uh, it makes some kind of sense. Uh, we were talking about uh, my process of doing drums, and actually on that track, the vast majority of the drums or the drum sounds are from a... They're from a, a thing I did years ago with uh, my brother-in-law, who was also, he's a bit of a producer himself as well, um, and he got this uh, second-hand drum machine, and okay. uh, so he was so excited to get it that we just, we took it to my my setup, my laptop and the interface, and we plugged it in, and literally I just recorded him messing about on this for, I, we must have been doing it for about an hour and a half, just uh, until... Until her, her, you know, my sister, his his wife, told me to fucking that uh, we had to fucking stop, and that was it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, and then when I went to do that track, I just went into this recording that I had and just took out the bits that I really liked and used it for uh, for this track.
2: So, how long does it take you to produce a track like this?
0: Uh,
2: oh, that one took
0: years, <laughs> literally years. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it took years. Um, I had bits and pieces of the music and stuff, and it just took me so long to get it right it was It was just a track that I could never ever get right and um then about i don't know I, the the album was released yesterday, but I'd say I think that was the, that was the last track that I got finished and so that i i hadn't it was only what happened was I had all the music done about uh six, seven months ago and I couldn't think of any vocals at all, couldn't think of any vocals to put over the top of it. And also I asked a friend of mine, Abby, um, who does spoken word stuff. She's in another band called Seven Daughters. And uh she's uh, an amazing poet and I asked her, would you put try and see if you could put anything to this? And um she had it for a, a few weeks uh, and then she sent back what do you hear on the track, and I didn't have to do anything to it really. I I put some light effects on. I think a little bit of delay or something. And um, once she sent that back to me, and I heard it, I was the my vocals just came literally in like an afternoon, just done. So right. that track actually took years, except for that. But and it just took her vocals. They sort of sparked something in me. So
2: how has it been? Um, has it been received? Like. Uh... Well, where have you sent it to? Who's li- who's listened to it? Uh, well,
0: uh, I've sent it off kind of everywhere, but the, the thing about it is, is that I had um, I had a sort of limited amount of success about six or seven years ago. Um, so this this album that I released yesterday, it's 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 technically two EPs. So the first five tracks are uh, any e- my first EP that I recorded. And um, released, and then the last four tracks are an EP that I only finished. (laughs) Like I said just before, you know, had to be sent off to to be pressed in the CD or whatever. And um, when I was recording the first EP, the original EP, uh, I was going through like a horrendous breakup, um, and uh, I had a child with this girl that I was breaking up with as well. So I was getting limited access to her, and then I also found. myself unemployed as well and i had no money and i was like sort of living between my sisters and my parents and then trying to find work and it was just a really shitty time in my life and then i actually got started to get some attention and uh you know i was a uh, interviewed do, for you some find, sorry, sorry to,
2: do, do you find those times of your life are the best inspiration for your music
0: yeah kind of I mean uh recently not so much because I've managed to write stuff and I've actually been pretty happy but at the time I thought <laughs> jesus uh it was just the stuff was just pouring out of me I hated all of it but it was just pouring out of me you know so it was like yeah uh I had shitloads to write about at the time um but it was just it doesn't matter what you're doing if, if if you're a bit depressed and you're going about as a musician and playing lots of festivals and playing lots of gigs and having people come up to you and say how amazing they think you are and stuff, if you're going through a whole wreck of shit like that and you're really depressed, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not something like that is ever going to fucking do anything to you. So you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. How, how much, um, how far under this particular bottle can I climb tonight? You know, <laughs> and that's pretty yeah. much what it comes down to, you know. So uh, so I just sort of stu- I took about as as I as I always say, or it was a friend of mine said. He said uh, you basically took off, uh, took five years off to go drinking. Um, oh,
2: I've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, I heard you said that. You said that. Mike yes. uh, explained uh, the story on the drinking, yeah. drinking and sniffing. Yeah, <laughs> best I know, times in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, best best and worst. You know they, they yeah sort yeah, of, yeah. They, they, you don't get one without the other. But uh, but yeah, so so I whatever amount of success I had back then. When I came back to do music five years later, you know, it, it was all gone. You know, even the people that I knew that worked for, you know, the BBC or, um, you know, the, the big festivals or, you know, wrote the blogs or whatever, they they've pretty much been just ignoring my emails if they've been seeing them at all. You know, I don't even yeah. know if they have, you know, because I'm sure they get an avalanche of fucking emails every day anyway. Um. Yeah. So I'm not. Well, if you've got yeah.
2: people in the BBC, I mean, we're only a small podcast, and we get mm. hundreds of emails a week. Yeah. So I'd imagine someone in the BBC, yeah. yeah. probably getting thousands. I know,
0: I know, and, that, and that's the thing, isn't it? You are just, you're just a, you, you, you are one tiny voice, and amongst a, a fucking jet planes yeah. worth of noise that's going on, you know. Yeah. So, um, so I, I'm, but in saying that, that's that's me saying, like, you know, I'm not getting any attention at all. I literally, I have loads of people that have bought the fucking CD, so it's you know I'm very yeah, it's very difficult grateful
2: sometimes because you can produce some really amazing work and you uh, can be disheartening, I'd imagine because i um, I know we've got some of the, we've had some music on this podcast that's it's just. F- Fucking immense, and mm. you look at the monthly listens on Spotify and how many people are following. They've, they've got, they've got no one, yeah. and they're obviously throwing, like throwing it out there, throwing, throwing, throwing. It's just not landing, and it's yeah. a shame because you got shit being yeah. pumped out in the mainstream. I mean, absolute dog shit being yeah. pumped out in the mainstream. You've got people like yourself putting your heart and soul into good yeah. music, and nobody's fucking listening. Yeah. And the, the reason is, it's just because there's so many fucking independent artists now. Mm. Um, that it's, it's it, you kind of like one in one in the crowd.
0: That's it. I know. Yeah, it is. It is that way. But it's you know, to be honest, I, it's I'm kind of happier doing it this way anyway. Like because, like I said, now whatever attention I get, I'm really grateful for it. You know, whereas you know when I was getting more attention, I was really really depressed. So it didn't matter what the fuck was. It didn't matter what was happening. You know, I, I wasn't. I yeah. was unhappy. You know what I mean? And it was like and doing all that stuff that self-promotion stuff especially when, even when you're happy can be soul destroying so um no i'm i'm happy enough with where i am at the moment and like you said like it considering the the equipment i'm using now to record you know like i wouldn't have had access to that 15 years ago there, no. It just wasn't, it wasn't there. there. There, I wouldn't have been able to do no, any the of kind of stuff you're I'm doing,
2: doing, I'm listening no. to, that you've done, you, 15, 20 years ago, yep. you'd have had to go into a professional studio. Yep. You'd have had to go into a place like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I> know, yeah. <laughs> you, you you'd have I've to uh, spend
0: thousands. I've, I've, I've been, uh, are you actually in a studio? <laughs> no, it's a great No, screen. I know, I know, <laughs> because, <laughs> because I've, I've watched your podcast a, a load of times, and, uh, I, I genuinely couldn't figure out whether you were in the studio or not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah, it fooled me. But um but yeah, no, I do manage so with the stuff that people can do at home now, everybody, like every second person you meet is a recording artist, like. So uh yeah. to to get any attention at all is fucking amazing.
2: It's annoying though, when you hear someone who you, you know is bad. The, the know, recording recording is bad. The recording quality is bad. They can't really sing. And yet you look you look at the the, the listeners, why are they getting so many fucking listens? Mm. And they uh, they they use the term oh it's it's lo-fi. No, that just means you not that just means you can't be asked to produce it properly. That's <laughs> what that means. I can't I
0: I can't even say anything, man, because like I said, that half of this record I just put out is my first EP. So I had to remaster that to put it out. And I'll tell you, you now, most of what I did to remaster it was just take off a shitload of, sh- shit of reverb. I would just, like, people, when they start, they think they sound amazing, and I was as guilty <laughs> of that as anybody. They really do. Like, you know, it's just... um. Yeah.
1: So, I feel
2: bad so, for some artists, though, because, like, there's some really good lo-fi artists out there, and they put a yeah. lot of time and effort into making something that... Making lo-fi sound great, and then you've got yeah. somebody who's done a shit track, and they go... We'll just tell people it's lo-fi <laughs> yeah,
0: i know i know but yeah. it gives
2: the people who do lo fi a bad name oh uh,
0: yeah. i know i know i know man, yeah, it's it's like that thing every time someone mentions tape saturation you know it's one of the things if you're a really good lo-fi artist someone mentions tape saturation and they like like it means something and i always go hmm yeah tape saturation <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't fucking know i don't even know you know i don't even know what it does never mind how to use it but it's like but... There are people out there that just seem to know all that shit, and they're just happy yeah. enough.
2: It's an art in itself.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like exactly.
2: back in the uh, recent podcast, we were saying how uh, back in the day, you'd have a Fostek thing you know, to mix and master. You'd have this Fostek out track thing, and you'd have to bounce tracks along, and you'd spend time like tuning, tuning, tuning to get rid of the the, the sound of the tape. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can get the sound of the tape, you leave that in. You leave that in now. That stains. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> I know it's um, it's like who was I chatting to you about um was it you know Le, is it uh since I've been loving you by Led Zeppelin and oh, if you listen tune. I, that's a great great song but if you listen really carefully you can hear the squeak of John Bonham's kick pedal hmm yeah and it's like I read somewhere that um he hated that he really really hated that you could hear the squeak of his <laughs> kick drum pedal but there was nothing you could do about it, it was recorded it was down. and now whenever you talk to Zeppelin fans especially John Bonham fans that's one of the things they love most about the fucking record. Like, so it's, you know... It, it makes those it little more mi-
2: authentic, I suppose, it's doesn't those,
0: it? Yeah, yeah. It's those little mistakes and things. That's what people love. You know, once once you've uh, heard a song so many times and you love it so much, eventually the stuff that you love becomes all the little mistakes or the little, you know, idiosyncrasies that you hear.
2: yeah. Because that squeak, it's going with his foot, so it's not going to be out of time, it's going to be in time, and well, it just that... becomes like an, it'll it just become a nuance to the song. Yeah, it's... exactly, yeah. But obviously, somebody who was, was a perfectionist like John Bonham. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're going to play a song. Yeah, please um, do. We're going to play a song. We're going to play next. We're going to play... Uh, Alan what? No, we've, we've just played um, hip-hop, so we'll play... Neptune Rain with their song Rise
5: This is Kieran from the band Neptune Rain. We are a UK rock band based in Cheltenham in Gloucestershire and we got together just as COVID was kicking off in the world so our first 18 months as a band has been so different to anything that we would have expected. We launched online in April 2020 during that first lockdown with a series of covers and live streams and quizzes and game shows and anything we could do to entertain ourselves and other people really. And it was amazing to kind of connect with so many people online and just start building an online community of of people who liked what we were doing. We released our debut EP Chaos and Light in November 2020 Um, and over the last 12 months we've had some really cool exposure from places like the BBC and Amazon and on Friday the 5th of November we are releasing an extended edition of Chaos and Light which contains the original four tracks, the two singles we've out so far this year, and our brand new single, Rise. Our sound is a bit of a mashup, so there's a lot of throwback to the kind of early noughties, new metal, and some of the kind of pop and hip hop sounds around that time. There's there's big guitars, there's big drums, there's singing, rap. We'd say that a lot of the bands we look up to include Linkin Park, Bring Me The Horizon, Mallory Knox. So yeah, if you like those bands, check us out and if you like what we're doing please come and say hello on our social media our website is wearenepturingrain.com our handle is are wearenepturingrain and we hope to talk to you guys soon peace out
2: About this podcast is every single one of those videos that you are seeing, I'm having to edit them because I'm, not, I'm getting mp3s and this is a visual podcast as well as an audio only so I'm having to put visuals around most of the songs but I don't want all the visuals to look the same mm-hmm. so I'm having to edit loads of uh, different videos so this podcast although it's, we, we've been going an hour and 11 minutes I've already put about three or four hours into the podcast before this um Oh fuck! I do appreciate people like uh, what was his uh, Bronze Nazareth. He, uh-huh. he he spent some time putting that video together.
0: Oh, did he? Oh, okay, cool.
2: You can tell you can tell by looking yeah. at it, it. There was yeah. some production value in that video. Yeah. He took pride in what he was doing. Oh so yeah, fair it looked, play to him.
0: It did look very like um you know like a genuine hip hop video as well. Almost you know it's got that. Uh, it was almost it was reminiscent of uh, except slightly more serious. But uh, have you ever heard um? Uh, slap the shit out you by Redman. <laughs> no no it's kind of look for it though yeah yeah it's good It's although his is it's very funny uh song and video but it's the same kind of thing like it's him it starts with him like sort of and he's got the brickwork behind him and he's walking around a bit and stuff but uh yeah it's pretty cool hmm.
2: what did you think of neptune was it, ne- wasn't it neptune was it rain now? yeah that wasn't neptune rain right? was, was that neptune that rain? was
0: neptune rain yeah yeah that was
2: neptune rain right? it was a bit um light boyish i thought
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, yeah, a bit heavier maybe. Um, but uh, yeah. his vocals are nice and light, so they sort of sit mm. nicely on on top of the very very basic guitars and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a new but, band. Yeah, yeah, very. I mean, the production was was. Uh,
2: yeah, was, uh, yeah, immense. it didn't sound it was, cheap at all.
0: No, no, it didn't. Um, interestingly, uh, if you if you want to remember their name uh, and. Uh, I thought it was interesting because I realised why they were called Neptune Rain and it was a fact that I knew. I think I got out of QR or something. It rains diamonds on Neptune.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, because of it? the pressure. Yeah, yeah, the pressure up there, basically. Wow. It uh, it rains diamonds. So there you are. That, uh, I, no I assume wonder, that's why they're called. It's
2: no wonder I'm spending spending millions trying to go into space. and trying to bring back some diamonds.
0: Fuck <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, but then, sure, there's an abundance of diamonds on Earth. Maybe. It's just... No, there is. It's just that they're all... How much more? The... How
2: much, if you've got a Neptune diamond now, that's going to be worth more than an Earth diamond, surely?
0: Yeah, I suppose. But then you're going into a, a, a debate about what really constitutes worth then. But and then... We're, we're, this is a music podcast. We're not getting into that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I will play another one of your songs off YouTube. Uh, but I've, oh, cool, I've, yeah. I've lost... I've lost the YouTube... um, You've sent me the link. I'll play another song first, and then we'll play another one of yours. Cool. And, yeah. How many songs have I got left? I've got some songs sent to me, some videos that I didn't get around to editing, so these songs aren't playing. I've got more on top of all these. Right. I'm going to play the book club next with their song, Mm -hmm. Pursuit of Happiness. Now, there's a song out there called Pursuit of Happiness by... Uh, I think it was Lisa who did it. This is not a cover of that song, this is the own version. So this is The Book Club with The Pursuit of Happiness.
10: Hello, we are The Book Club, made up of Jack Houghton and M. Price. And we are based in Manchester, and I am here to talk about our new song, Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness is a song about... Realising that the actual pursuit of happiness is completely pointless, unless you actually stop to notice you've made it, you're not always going to miss out on the things that make you happy if you're constantly looking for the next thing, so like, stop, take a minute, take a moment,
5: and you
6: probably already have it,
10: and you probably have already got a million things that make you happy already.
6: Yeah man. Yeah, yeah man. Anything else? that's
1: all my questions.
6: Uh, right. I'm the other fifty percent of the book club. I'm Jake. Um, I'm going to tell you about what we sound like and our influences and stuff like that. Uh, yes, let's say we are uh, indie dream pop bands. Um, experimented with our sound recently, um, but we've got to a point where we think we are happy and stuff like that. I take a lot of influence from bands like The Night Cafe, Wolf Alice, Taylor Parlor, and then we all have our like. We both have our individual influences and stuff. Um, and yeah, just hope you enjoy the track. Keep streaming it. You can find us on all major streaming platforms. All the good shit. Um, our Instagram is at the book club UK. That's where you see some sexy photos of me and Emily doing cool stuff. Um, so yeah, cheers, guys. Oh,
2: so that was the book club with their song uh pursuit of happiness uh good song nice uh, sure, poppy yeah. song. Uh, not sure song, i yeah. agree with their philosophy um <laughs> yeah. i i think i think the pursuit of happiness is, is something you, you should definitely strive for personally Um i mean I, w- I, why, why else why else be alive <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think um i think i kind of understand what they mean but i think i don't yeah. know if they worded it exactly right but uh but the song was great anyway um um the, the, it had a
2: bit of a nineties vibe.
0: It, yeah, yeah, a little bit. It had um the melody or the the structure of the melody was was just the melody. You know, not the sound of the song or anything out like there, but just it reminded me of a band called My Vitriol, um, who were out in the early two thousands, and they had you know that kind of bittersweetness to the melodies. You know, it's it sounds sort of happy, but it's got that kind of bittersweet tinge to it, <laughs> yeah. um, which I which I really like. I like when you get that little, you know, it's it. It's a upbeat song, but it's got a little tinge of, well, I don't know. I've said it already like four times, so bittersweetness. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, it's a good song. Um, yeah, check them out. Uh, links will be over on you. When this is released, because this will be, a, it's not at the moment, but this will be on, like I say, uh, for the audio, people on the audio, you won't be able to see this, but um, we're on SoundCloud uh, Podbean Theta because we're embracing blockchain technology. We're on Twitch, Spreaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Player FM, Deezer, Amazon Music, Castbox, Spotify, Tuning, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, YouTube, fucking everywhere. Literally everywhere. Um, so once I've. Got, you, Released this is an audio podcast. After this, you'll be able to find us over there, and all the information will be in the show notes. So, yes, uh, Grim 17 is that how people refer to you?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Just a lot
0: of people just grim, yeah. That was, I started close like friends just grim. call
2: you grimy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh, don't. I don't know if I have any close friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that um, seem to, they seem to dissipate as you get older, don't they?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you don't need that many. You know, you've got uh, you, know, you have a a partner who you know sometimes likes you. You m- you might have a child or two, and eventually they don't like you at all. Um, you know. Well, I've um, got a
2: wife and a child, and they fucked off on holiday without me this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's very. <laughs> I could not get the time t- off work, and uh, so she said, oh, fuck "I'll fuck. I'll take my mother with me instead." Then, <laughs> is that love?
0: I think so. <laughs>
2: and that's why I was. Li- that's why I was late li- to the um, the podcast this afternoon because uh, I just got absolutely fucking blasted last night. So <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that is what you do, isn't it? It's like they they go away, and it's just like you're you're immediately on the phone to like your last remaining friends that you haven't seen in about two and a half years. Here, mate, I'm free. For a night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's go do something. Yeah, I've, I've had to start calming down because um, that that would that would that was me every weekend. I just every weekend. So now I've calmed down. And I'm a once a month kind of guy now. Or at least I mm. try to be. Yeah. But when I go out there once a month, <laughs> I don't come <laughs> back till the next day, and who knows when it's going to be?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's man. You know, you, if it's only once a month, I think that's more than fair.
2: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I've been looking at your YouTube again, and what have we got here? I, um,
0: it's mostly ooh. covers. There's a couple of covers in there, or whatever. Yeah, this but... is a
2: this is a cover. Everything but the girl cover. Or is there something else you'd rather play? No, no, that's that's not stick that on.
0: I'm, I'm quite proud of that cover. There's kind of a message behind that cover as well.
2: Okay. Well, you can tell us about that in a minute. So this is Everything But The Girl Cover by Grim17.
7: Step off the tree Walking down your street again, past your door, but you don't live there anymore. It's years since you've been there And now you've disappeared somewhere but God's face He found some better place And I miss you Like the deserts miss the rain. And I miss you Like the deserts miss the rain. Could you be dead? You always were two steps ahead Of everyone They'd walk behind you would run back down on your street and I can almost hear you scream up at me where I always used to be and I miss you like the deserts miss the rain and I miss you Like the deserts missed the rain Back on the train I ask why did I come again Can I confess I've been hanging around your old address And the years have proved To offer nothing Long ago. I can't move on And I miss you Like the deserts miss the rain And I miss you Like the deserts miss the rain And I miss you You're on
0: mute
2: again. Yeah, done it again. Um, that was fucking. That was fucking... fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I I shouldn't be doing this. This this is this is not my vocal. That's still playing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. That was fucking intense. That was uh. That was something else. I got goosebumps from that. Oh, thanks, um, man. Yeah. That was that was sensational. Wait, is is that on Spotify? No, no no, that isn't I, I
0: i was a bit wary about that. I don't know about Box cover. On copyright to, toes, yeah, yeah, whereas you know yeah. with youtube they they have an agreement with most artists, there's like a background agreement where if you do a cover you know they they square it up there's you know most artists and record companies are okay with people doing that on YouTube because um you know it's really, really difficult to police, so YouTube pays a flat rate okay uh yeah, to to all of them. Uh, and in turn, if any of them object, they will go and try and police it the best they can themselves. But most of them just go, "Yeah, you've given us a bit of money. We'll just let people." They're enjoying the songs anyway, so
2: it's advertisement for the original song. If anything, well, well,
0: that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. but and I, I just didn't want to risk doing anything on like Spotify or anything because uh, you know, obviously, no one's paying any attention to me at the moment. At the moment, but if I push into any realms of a career and someone sees it they you know i just don't want that headache you know
2: yeah the guy who helped me start the podcast in the beginning uh, he would fucking love this he would love this in fact i'll send it to him he, he, yeah this is your your music in general is, is definitely his thing it's you it's it's quite progressive mm-hmm. um which isn't usually my thing but this this isn't typical this i I then I I just love that unhinged feeling about your work. I love the the, the way you you layer your vocals, especially and, in that song. Just it was, yeah, it was some, something else. Really but, liked that a lot. Yeah, I was trying to make a
0: point with that song. I actually did that song after the. Uh, I did, this is going to go to it's a, it's a bit of a dark turn here, but it was the Sarah Everard mur- murder. Um. Oh. uh Yeah. It really kind of um. It it bothered me a little because um. You know, like the whole Me Too movement and stuff, uh, it kind of, it bothered me a little because of being a man and being a man of my size as well. And also knowing all the stupid shit that I've done when I'm drunk and all that there in the past, it made me start to think about my own behavior um, uh, yeah. and stuff like that there. And so I obviously, I didn't want to start, I, I am in no way qualified or looking to speak for women at all. But I kind of wanted to do something just to show that, you know, kind of go, you know, the the point of the song, because in the original song, obviously it's sung by a woman and she's sort of talking about this man that she used to go out with and, you know, she doesn't know where he is anymore and they broke up and her thinking about him and stuff. But the thing about it is, is that all of the lyrics in that song, when sung by a man, start to sound just a little bit sinister. You know, whereas in her mouth, it's kind of, it's, it's nice and it's sweet and it's a heartbreak song. In the mouth of a man, you know, to, there's just some... Some of the lyrics in that, just, it's, um, what is it? The lyric is, uh, could you be dead? You always were two steps ahead, you know, which in hers is a weak, clever turn of phrase, but <laughs> somehow when I sang it, I started to feel a little bit uncomfortable, <laughs> you
2: know. It was you know, quite so- a brave move on your part because you, you, you put yourself out there and purpose, purposely made yourself look a bit fucking creepy. What? And you've done that knowingly. It's like obviously it's for a purpose and it's for a message. Mm. But it's a bit of a brave step. Not me, not many, well, not many men realise they are creepy. Mm. That's okay. the thing. That they'll say things thinking it's perfectly innocent. It's perfectly fine. And you're like, now, nah, mate, that's fucking awkward. <laughs> Whereas you know that it, it is what it is, and you've put it out there to say a message. It's. I am. I, I yeah. do.
0: I don't ever want to think that I have ever made anyone feel uncomfortable, but I also know that I definitely have. If you know what I mean, <laughs> unintentionally, of course. You know what I mean. I, I never meant to do it, but I definitely <laughs> have. And it's yeah. just, I, I don't like the idea that I ever have. You know. So yeah, it's uh, some,
2: it's, it's something that comes quite natural to us sometimes, especially mm. when we've had, we've been out on the, uh, on the pop. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. it's yeah. the worst.
0: Oh shit! I know it is. It's like <laughs> and. And you know, for years I used to uh I used to go by the the, the mantra if if I don't remember it, uh you know, or, or what was it? I always like the phrase someone said to me which was uh what what I do when I'm blackout drunk is none of my business. <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, the more time has gone on, the more I think, yeah, it definitely is my business and I, I gotta get better at that shit or you know, like
2: sort of you know
0: so, yeah, it's uh, just
2: like a, he's trying to come up with an excuse for your bad behaviour. Pretty yeah. much, yeah,
0: exactly.
2: What's the tattoo on your shoulder? I noticed um, it in the video. Which one? This? Yeah, that guy smoking. That's Groucho Marx. Oh, is it? I yeah, don't know who he, he is. I know the name. He's a,
0: he's a he was a silent movie star comedian. He was part of a troupe, the Marx Brothers. And they made uh or not silent movie, no, they weren't silent, uh, they were uh, comedy films uh that in like the twenties and thirties. Um, and it was it was sort of it was just that uh I watched this film when I was younger that was out in the nineties, and my mother caught some part of it and went, Oh, if you like that, you know you will really like Lawrence, the March Brothers, and she knew it because of her mother, and so she introduced me to the March Brothers, and a lifelong obsession ensued, and then uh My partner actually has a a tattoo of one of the other brothers, Harpo Marks, on her arm as well. So it's kind of like a kind of a matching tattoo situation there, too.
2: Cool. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, I'm going to play. It's a random tattoo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's my entire arm is covered in them. Random tattoos, I mean.
2: it's it's good though I suppose suppose at least I've got some sort of meaning I've got tattoos because I thought I I had a tattoo like a a bit of a sleeve when it was called to have tribal tattoos that mean jack shit Uh, yeah but it still looks cool well (laughs) (laughs) it it looked okay then it hasn't aged well Uh, well, how many songs have we got left we've got the B Positives and Alan Ward god how long have we been going should we play them? Yeah, go on then. Fuck it. Alan Ward. This so this is Alan Ward with his song "Rough." Oh, that's not going to work. I'm clicking the wrong fucking thing. <laughs> so this is going to be Alan Ward with his song "Rough." What's
10: up, everybody? Uh, my name is Alan Ward I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Currently living in Baltimore, and I am a rap side hip hop artist. Um, currently in my uh, second year of making music. Um, some of my big influences are definitely uh, J Cole, Vince Staples, oh, Swizzard, so um, Isaiah Rashad, oh, Mac Miller. Definitely some of my probably say my top five as artists as I'm listening to. Um, Let me say this next track you're gonna hear, "Rough," is uh, off of my latest EP, "Basket Raps." Um, it's just a B-side track, um, nothing too nothing too crazy. I think um, it's a nice jazz boom bop. Got a real catchy hook and a nice bridge at the end that I think everybody will like. Um, she's about, you know, having a rough time, but you know, at the end of the day, making it through. So I hope everybody likes it. I hope you like the track. Uh, for free. Check me out everywhere at It's Just As. I T S J U um, S D E Z. And that's Alan Ward, A-L-A-W-A-R-D. And I uh, hope you like the track. <laughs> Steady passing blitzes to make magic, not a dragon But the heat, I'm speaking tragic, one of masses I've been checking your stock, low All of that flexing I see through your message like I'm in love with a dot, so Let my heart wonder it does what it want in life I've been running the block, no Just cause that chopper don't make you big poppin' Nice, the ready or not You ready or not I've been checking your stock, low All of that flexion I see through your message like I'm in love with a dot So, let my heart wonder it does what it want in life I've been running the block, no Just cause that chopper don't make you big poppin' nice See the ready or not? You ready or not? I done been through a rough patch, real sad. Now hooks in my rough raps, real cash. Ain't willing to try, like Phil Jack. You live and die slow, real fast. Sorry, my eyes low, kill gas. The only thing I know, these raps. Come to the swamp, you'll sink fast. Shit, he's back. I not been through a rough patch, real sad. Now hooks in my rough raps, real cash. Ain't willing to try, like Phil Jack. You live and die slow, real fast. Sorry, my eyes low, kill gas. The only thing I know, these raps. Come to the swamp, you'll. sing. Fast. Shit, he's back. I Fast, he's back. He's back. Alan Warwick, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shouts out to you.
9: It's just Jazz.
10: What is he?
0: That was really no. cool, man. That was really cool.
2: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really cool. Oh, I love clear.
0: that, lovely. Yeah. The, uh, I think that was what grabbed
2: me in the first place, to be honest, hour. that little jazz sax. Mm.
0: This is a bit of a newer feel to it. It's not the same kind of old-school production as the other two. No. Um, it's almost like a cleaner uh, version of something that Earl Sweatshirt would do. Um, I don't
2: know that name.
0: Do you know what? You should check him out. He's very, very good. It's, it's, but his is much more lo-fi sounding than this, but it's... He'd be in the same. Do you know Tyler the Creator?
2: I know the name.
0: Yeah, he's. They're sort of. They're the the young blood in the in the scene at the moment. Or you know, they're uh, they're the newer ones that are out. Um, and he's got that kind of feel to him, Alan. I went to actually. I went looking for Alan Ward on uh, on Twitter there, and uh, actually, as you might expect, I just got a sea of white faces (laughs) (laughs) because that guy. That guy's got an exceedingly white name. It's like there's a <laughs> there's another uh, rapper from the early two thousands called Keith Murray, and he's like, he's just he's a really really cool cool guy and really cool rapper and stuff, but he just has such a white name, you know? <laughs>
4: it's so
2: Yeah, funny. I, I I have got uh, Alan Ward's shiz. Um, that's all right, shiz. I'm using. I'm bringing that <laughs> word back. Um, <laughs> Um, where is he <clears throat> Twitter yeah I'll put that up on the screen for the audio for the audio listeners. this is not very good listening at all, but uh it is yeah. what it is uh,
0: yeah, yeah, well get yourselves on youtube
2: yeah watch watch it on youtube and uh
0: yeah
2: you have no I, like to listen to, I, I prefer to listen to podcasts than to watch them, but some people are yeah, I know, I know different but uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is his uh, Twitter page. Yeah. Alan Ward. he yeah, has 476 it's followers. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Of which I am no one. I wasn't really enjoying that.
2: Yeah, that is a very provocative album cover right there. Mm. Mm. So you can check him out on Twitter at... Uh, it's just, it's just Des. I-T-S-J-U-S-D-E-Z. It's just Des. that's probably why you couldn't find him.
0: Oh, even yeah. though was, I, I found him then eventually, like, because like he was. Oh, you did find him? Oh, I did. Yeah, he was literally the, the only black face amongst the sea of of It was it, they looked like business profiles, you know, it was just white guys in suits with glasses.
2: Oh, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, on I LinkedIn. Mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm definitely on Twitter, but I, I think I would have noticed the difference.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that was Alan Wood. Check him out again. Links will be in the show notes. I'll play one more song and then we'll play out with one one of your songs, if that's okay. Uh, oh. Some of your choosing. We'll play out with one of those. Uh, so the last song we're going to play now. Uh, I'm clicking all the wrong stuff again. Who did I say it was? It's going to be uh, the B positives. With their Great song rain and Stormy, God rain and stormy weather
6: hi I'm Rob from the Manchester band the B positives. We are a 60s, 70s power pop band um, that kind of are heavily influenced by artists such as Nick Lowe, big star, the band Harry Nielsen. We've kind of got that sound of old rock and roll and it's just something that we've loved to do for years. Um, The band, um, we've been going now for probably around three or four years, on and off. It was originally just me uh, on the bass, Mike singing and playing the guitar and Callum on drums. And we got Simon in. The sound has been a big part of this record and this release. Um, The song, uh, Rain and Stormy Weather, which we're about to hear, was actually a bit of a weird one for us. Because normally, Mike would bring the song in, He is kind of our main songwriter and he will be the guy who kind of brings a song in and we structure it off what Mike's idea was, but Rainstone Weather's a little bit different. It's kind of one where we were in the practice room and he, Mike and Simon just started playing this riff together and we worked the song off the top of it and it just became quite a natural thing. Really really fun song to you know write, really fun song to record. It was the first song we recorded for this album and it was like, whoa! As soon as we heard it back, we were really impressed with how the song went and how it sounded. So we're really proud of that. Um, where you can find us? So you can find us on Facebook under the B Positive Music. You can find us on Twitter at Positive B. You can find us on Instagram at the B Positives. We have a SoundCloud, we're on Spotify. If you search for us under the Be Positives on Spotify. So we're on all major platforms, including Bandcamp also. Um so yeah, really appreciate you having us on and um, thank you for listening. Cheers. Well if it wasn't
1: such a simple question, then I would have given it a little thought. And if I'd given her a different answer, well then yes I think it would
2: I saw it that time. Um, <laughs> Rain and stormy weather by the B Positives. It's a beautiful, it's a lovely name, isn't it? That
0: yeah, yeah. It's well, it's, it's a bit it... unfortunate considering the pandemic we've just come through. But <laughs> yeah, it's
2: complete contrast to your type of music. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but still, I love, I loved it. Like it's, um, I mean, I, I love uh, the Shins, and and I don't really yeah. want to make, you know, th- they're kind of like a very English version of that. You know, it's the mm-hmm. same kind of wheelhouse, I would say. But that yeah, um, I really love that.
2: They said they were sixties, seventies power pop, but it didn't yep. feel it didn't feel dated. It felt you know, it fitted in nicely in the yeah. today's climate of music and pop culture and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, but at the same time, I think if you like put it on a soundtrack of a film that was set in the sixties or seventies, yeah, yeah, it, it wouldn't be out of place yeah. as well, you know, sort of absolutely. Sort of like the, Yeah, no, it's definitely um it was a great um I was I was already sort of singing it. I was already the hook was already embedded in my head. I'm singing it as we speak again.
2: Was it the um, foal, The falls you said. Uh, the Did you said the falls. The, 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 am I thinking of the falls? Is that is that the, the band I'm thinking of? I don't know. I don't know the falls that well, to be honest. I think I sound a bit like them. I might be completely wrong now. If it's you the band right, I'm yeah. thinking of,
0: mm. uh, I don't think. I but yeah, it's
2: a nice, nice, album. nice positive band. It's um,
0: mm. yeah, yeah. I love the. I just. Uh, I swear, when I when I first saw the singer, I thought it was just a picture of Norman Greenbaum. The
2: crossed with crossed with um... oh god, what's his name?
0: Not, I don't even know who F- it was from the,
2: the Beatles.
0: Oh yeah, John yeah, Lennon. John Lennon, yeah, <laughs> John yeah, yeah, Lennon, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. But uh, you know, they've even got the look. When I was watching the video there, they they look like they could have been from the sixties or seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd but, imagine yeah, these are good to
2: uh, see live as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd say definitely. So there's energy to the to the music, and uh, even the I'd I'd say they would. they would be great to see live because I don't think there would be too much like them out there at the moment. You know, everyone's doing uh, other stuff. You know, there's a lot of R and B, there's a lot of uh, electronic, there's a lot of rock. But I'd yeah, say they yeah. would really they would nicely cut through all that. You know, you, if you saw them live, it'd be great.
2: Yeah. Um. Your music, how does that transfer live? Do you do you play live?
0: I haven't played live in a good long time. I'm trying to work out my live set as as we speak. I, I said uh, that's going
2: to be difficult for you, isn't it?
0: Well, I had a laptop and I have uh, some trigger modules and things, but my laptop died, and I at the moment can't afford to replace it. So everything I record now is through a, a desktop computer. Um, but I yeah, I'm currently working out ar- um, ar- so. The first two songs of mine that you played today, um, uh, Practice Taunson, Guck Huxley, the solo at the end was done by a very good friend of mine called James Kelly. I'm actually producing some music for him at the moment. And uh, he basically, I didn't even ask him. He just said, anytime you want to play live, just give me a shout, man. I am happy to play guitar and do backing vocals or whatever for you. So I've got him and another guy as well who's uh, kind of an electronic producer is going to, you know, help me with the live side of the, the drums or the samples and that type of thing, but uh, I'm still working it out.
2: Hmm. It's good that you got a lot of people behind uh, behind you, and yeah. I think that's a uh, positive for you as well because it makes you realize that you know it's uh edifies that you're doing a good job with your music because I can imagine sometimes it's, it's hard to know whether your music's good or not, but if you've got a lot of people wanting to work with you and help you, it kind of Shows that yeah, I'm I'm doing I must be doing something right type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I hadn't even thought about that to be honest. I was just literally action, actions are great. Yeah.
2: It's like me sitting here saying all of you work, but in all fairness, it's a podcast, and I'm yeah. not, I'm I'm supposed to say that anyway. It's true, right. but that's what I'm supposed. <laughs> yeah. It's true, but that's yeah, what I'm yeah, supposed yeah, to say yeah. anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's easy for people to say yeah I like your your music, but uh, when people say yeah I want to work with you, that 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 says something.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, no, it is. It's great. Um, it's especially great because I'm I, the people who are offering to work with me are the people that really know what they're doing in particular areas. That, you know, I can spend ages try. I mean, uh, one of the songs I did on uh, one of my last albums, I I did the guitar solo myself, but it took me so long to practice. You know, to to write, learn, and practice that guitar solo. You know, so even if I tried to do it now live i do i haven't played guitar in that long in that way i do a terrible job whereas Mm. james you know that's what he practices all the time is lead guitar so um those solos he just played them he came in one time uh, i think we were drinking at the time actually and he was a bit drunk and he we just came out to the shed and he recorded it in one take done wow you know so getting that caliber of musician as well is you know it's, it's amazing yeah it's uh
2: I quite um, enjoyed lovely. the guitar that you used in the last song we played, the cover. Um, that was very. It almost felt like it was a, a tin, tin guitar with the, with the strings, like really loose.
0: I said, there, I'll show you the guitar with it. Give me one second. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, is that the cheap? Is that the cheap guitar you were talking about? That yeah, that's didn't? the cheap shite guitar
0: uh, that I got. Uh, it was like second hand, and uh, I I did all that. I sanded it down and fucking put all that stuff on it. And the one of the tuning heads is actually broke on it, so it only has five strings on it, and it's constantly tuned to open tuning, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just because it doesn't sound good any other way. And um, and knew- the chords of that cover were fairly simple, so I knew I was just doing. Basic power chords, more or less, uh, in open tuning, and uh, it just worked fairly well. We had, but
2: a, we had a guy on the podcast uh, some months ago. Uh, the Alien Cormant, he calls himself, Ooh, and uh, he's name. yeah, he's a Scottish geezer, and he's really, really creative, and he's got uh, I forget what it's called. He's got this um, this instrument, and it's out of it's completely out of tune, and. That, that that's how he wants it. It's I mean every single string is out of tune. I forget what the instrument's called. And he'll sit. No, it's not even actually. It's uh, it's one of them. It's not even a string instrument. It's one of them flicky things. What they're called? Uh, it's like anyway. It's out of tune. And he'll sit down. He'll tinker with it. And he'll just play with it. And he'll find sounds that he likes. Yeah. And he'll use that. And he'll he'll kind of make something out of out of something that's out of tune rather mm. than tune it in you'll make something else I'll, 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 i kind of yeah. love that way of thinking
0: yeah there's a there's a great producer who lives in um edinburgh that i know he's called one blind mouse uh, he's actually he's originally from uh, newcastle actually but uh, he some of the ideas that he have has are just insane the last uh, thing he did was called the hum orchestra and he got people to so- send in like um you know the hum the electric, electrical hum sound off their electric guitars just those so loads <laughs> of people sent him packs of these those hums and he made m- music out of that it's it's insane like i don't know like i try and be as inventive as i can but some people are just like i, I so. don't know yeah they're just lsd on their cornflakes or something man i don't know they're getting <laughs> these ideas like <laughs> just fucking madly but yeah uh,
2: it's inspirational though It gives you all Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, yeah That's, I mean, that was uh, Paul McCartney used to do that, wasn't he? He used to go to the the music yeah, colleges and stuff Where they were doing shows. the avant-garde Yeah, he loved all that stuff too And mm. I do as well I just, um, uh, I also like a good pop song So it's like You have to strike a balance, really, don't you?
2: Yeah, that's another thing about your music Although you use a lot of electric Or, uh, le- you know, electric sounds or whatever yeah. And you, you 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 tinker a lot, and you break things down, and you you make a difference. So it's it's a, it's a lot of synth. It still feels organic. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like um, overproduced, and it you know it, yeah, it's, it's just organic, and I like that, which is something that can be lost with with a lot of overproduction.
0: Yeah, you know, it definitely can. Um, it is. It's a problem that I hear a lot with uh, some of the music that I listened to when I was younger, you know, because I was re- I Especially was really in the, the,
2: the 90s and times like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, like even when you compare more recent Green, like I mean, I loved pop punk or you know like um that kind of stuff of the the late 90s early 2000s and even like when you compare stuff like the later Green Day albums with the earlier stuff, you know, just the contrast there in production is is insane, you know. And I like I like that um I like that sound. I like it to sound a bit rough, a bit of air in the mix, a bit of... Well, if
2: you've got punk, it needs to sound a bit raw, and I yeah. think that's where maybe Green Day. Fell. I won't say that they they fell because they've always mm. been good, but yeah, you know, but with money, it doesn't yeah. always come better quality music. It's like yeah, you put more money into it, but is it is it really better? And yeah. it, are you really staying true to to your, the the sound that you? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, mu- the music has always been good, but yeah, I see what you're saying about the production and everything. Yeah. He's it's taken away that, that that grit, if you like.
0: Well, it's, it's even like, I mean, when you compare like uh, bands like Radiohead, I mean, even in their most obscure albums, like even in Rainbows, which I, I think is their best album, um, that was still them just in a room together. You know, it wasn't like, you know, they, were, they weren't overproducing it. They still went into a room together and with all the weird, you know, uh, electronic stuff that they had going on, they were still doing it in that room, and they just had Nigel Godrich behind the desk, you know, control and everything, and then he had to mix it. And I think you can hear that, whereas, you know, with some other stuff, um, it can, yeah. you know, when they're separating everything out and they try and get it as dead as possible, I, I don't know, man, I, I like I like to hear the room a bit, if, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll get yeah. I struggle with Radiohead a bit. I went on a Radiohead kind of a journey I decided uh-huh. I was going to listen to all other albums and uh, like like LSD I came out the other side a different person I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't think I, I, I don't think I liked it I, I, I didn't understand why I was listening it, it yeah it, it's definitely not a journey you should take in, in one go Radiohead don't just <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, all the albums in, in one like over the space of a couple of weeks. It wasn't a good tri- no. <laughs> it was a horrible trip, um, <laughs> and I, I, I don't like Radiohead for it now. To be yeah. honest,
0: well, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. At least you tried. You know, it's not like. Um, I mean, I was literally I just picked them out of it because.
2: No, I mean, th- don't get me wrong. I appreciate often. Radiohead mm. because they're fucking geniuses. Yeah. Um. It's just. I, I I did too much in one go, and I no. I, thought, I think I should, I should have done it in stages, and it kind of ruined the music for me. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's
0: it doesn't matter how good music is. It's you know, if someone doesn't like it, they don't like it. You can't, you know, you yeah, can't force yourself to like something just because everyone says you should. You I, know,
2: but I just want like I say, it's like you listen to a song and you love it, but then it gets overplayed, and suddenly you mm. don't like it anymore. Because you've heard it too many times. That's what I did with the yeah. Radiohead, rather than. Um, taking them in bit by bit I, I over listened to them so when I came out the other side I was like I don't like them anymore I've listened uh, to too much of that shit
0: I, I can't I can't imagine what that would, I imagine that would be very draining I can just imagine because it was hard
2: work it was hard is- work
0: there is nothing really uplifting in there at all. It is just, it's just constantly <laughs> and it's obscure. Tiring. It's obscure. It's,
2: yeah. You end up trying. You you, you you almost find yourself trying to work out their music. Yeah. you listening to it. You're taking it apart, and it, some of it makes no sense because that th- they are musical geniuses. Yeah. The, the way they construct their music is very fucking clever, and yeah. it blows your fucking head.
0: Yeah, 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 and. I, I imagine you probably needed like some kind of abba chaser at the end of that or something, man. Just, <laughs> just to brighten the room or some shit. <laughs> no,
2: I needed therapies. Well, I needed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, ther- well, uh, I, I don't. Just, I assume you don't mean the band therapy because I can't imagine <laughs> they would help. Um, but yeah, so,
2: yeah, we're gonna play out with one of your songs now. Which one would you like us to play out with?
0: Uh well the, the only other original on my YouTube channel is come get you which is a nice nice way to end I think.
2: That's it that's what we'll do then we'll finish with come get you when where, tell us a bit about this.
0: Uh this is a so this was on uh, an album the album one of the albums I released last year it was on an album called I'm counting to 3. And, uh, this is a song about, uh, when I took the five years to go off, uh, five years off to go drink or no, Well, actually it was, it was about a girl I met basically, uh, and she lives in Manchester and the relationship didn't last, but that was okay. It, it was fine. It was kind of, you know, one of those relationships you just kind of needed at the time. You just had a good time and you know, you just needed a bit of a lift at the time. So that's what it's about.
2: Okay. You seem, are you quite new to YouTube? Cause you don't have that much on there, do you? uh i'm just yeah I, I i did a lot in a short
0: space of time and then i just it dried up mainly because i didn't have any time just things got very very busy very very quickly and i really do need to get back to it and do some more videos and things but uh uh t- you know time permitting
2: awesome um your youtube channel it's just grim 17 isn't it
0: yeah yeah just if you look, yeah, you'll oh, find
2: all one, oh, one word. Uh, where yeah. else can people find you? Uh,
0: yeah, everywhere basically. On Spotify, you know, Apple Music, uh, Bandcamp. Uh, and again, it's all Grim Seventeen. If you if you look for that, you'll find it. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, but I am very rarely on there. Uh, you know, so you know, I I I I barely mention it. But Twitter, I'm always on Twitter. And again, Grim Seventeen. Uh, I think I'm Grim at Grim Seventeen Music on Twitter. Actually,
2: cool. Mm. So yeah, go check out Grim Seventeen on all of his platforms. Go and show him some love. Go and show all the artists that we've played some love. Go and show go and support them. If you like the work that you listen to, go buy their work support Mm -hmm. independent artists so yeah this has been you haven't heard this music podcast season four episode 20 side B. my special guest has been Grim17 thank you for joining me it's been an absolute pleasure mate
0: oh thank you for having me uh, I really enjoyed it
2: we'll definitely if in fact we don't have a guest for the 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 opening of season five in January so if you're available we'd love to have you open the uh, season five
0: absolutely uh it, uh, uh, it might be on my birthday as well. My birthday is in January.
2: Cool. Well, I'll send over the details. But in the meantime, this is Come Get You by Grim17. This has been You Have Need This Music podcast. Thanks for listening. If indeed you still are. <laughs>
7: Wants me to be, I won't beg for some good reason Someone I love's awake while I'm asleep Every little mistake, ebbs in like tides, of changing season I never said I could take it, but I did Fools in love to navigate bus stops. What if you don't come back? By-